Hey friends, you're listening to Changing the Conversation, a podcast by African Leadership and the Mocha Club, where we take time to sit down and explore topics to challenge our perspective in pursuit of better loving people and the world around us. How many ways have you heard that word? Go for it. Okay. Nope. No. 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Gosh, no. <laughs> I hate the word no. It's so like just rigid and ugly and like I think I have like trauma from no. Oh, it's super confining, constricting. Yeah. My defenses go up when I hear no, immediately. Oh, yeah. Have you ever heard the word no and that been a positive experience? In hindsight, yes. This is funny. The example actually is uh, my experience with Mocha Club. So it was before you were in the leadership role. So. So when I first applied to come on staff with Mocha Club, it was for a position that I knew I was definitely underqualified, but y'all didn't know that. (laughs) Um, And so anyways, I applied for like a director of marketing position and I got a no. Obviously, that was really disappointing because when you hear no, you hear you're not good enough. You're a fool for thinking you could have gotten this job. You know, there's just shame and all sorts of negative feelings that come up when you hear no. And that's what I definitely experienced when I didn't get the job. But where I saw that no quickly turn to a positive is uh, what the Lord did in that time where, you know, I heard a no, but when you hear a no, that means you're saying yes to something else. I heard the no from Mocha Club. The next day I go back into work. I'm at this time living in New York City, so I applied to Mocha Club from afar got an email that said no, a really kind, super kind email. I mean, Annie was just like the kindest. Annie Downs said no Yes. I was like crying reading the email. get her on the phone. I know we should. We totally need to. Um, I was crying less because of the no, but more because of how kind she was in saying no. Like she was like, no, but you are the most wonderful person we've ever had apply. You're beautiful. Like just all these If you need a no, get it from Annie Downs. Uh Uh-huh. Annie, mm. Mm. My girl. So got a no from Mocha Club. Went to work the next day at J. Crew. Met a girl. She came in to just shop. And so we struck up a conversation. She was my age. So it was easy to just be like, hey, what do you do in the city? What do you do? Where are you from? How long have you been here? And she shared with me that she works for The Late Show with David Letterman. <gasps> How cool is that? Yeah, sign me up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she works in the audience department. So her role is um, getting people to come to the show. And then when people come to the show, there's a whole process of getting in and hearing the rules and mm-hmm. getting the audience mm-hmm. pumped up for the live show. And it's just this whole fun experience. So she was telling me about this. And I explained to her, like, oh, my gosh, that sounds awesome. I've always been interested in TV and film and just uh, broadcasting in general. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you should apply. And what? I was like, you crazy girl. What are you talking about? I work at J. Crew. There's no way. And she's like, no, I can, I'll, I'll be your reference. Like, I will call my boss and no way. give him your name and you apply and she'll watch out for your application. And um, it was just the coolest thing. So I was like, oh, my gosh, you're so kind. Thank you. So went home that night, 
looked up the application, filled it out, sent it in, got a call probably a week later for an interview and went in and I got the job at what? David Letterman. Mocha says no and David says yes. Yes, exactly. So, awesome. um, and then worked there for another year before I actually left New York because I applied to Mocha Club again and got the job the second time. Fine. Heard the yes the second time around. So that was my experience of that no was really hard to hear because I think mentally I had been like, okay, the New York season is done. I'm ready to move on. And so when that reality was kind of taken away, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still working at a retail job. But what the Lord quickly showed me was there was a yes in that no, and it was that I got to have this really cool experience that I could have never dreamed that I would be able to do. So yeah, that's been my experience. That reminds me of, I was in Uganda with Jeffrey recently. Our country director in northern Uganda is Jeffrey um, Ochan. He's been there for 20 years working with us. And he's just one of my favorite people to go and visit because he is so confident of what we're doing in northern Uganda and passionate about it, but also fiercely protective mm. in some really fun ways, especially to um, outsiders. So. I've recorded it, so I think we're going to have the clip. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Of your conversation with him? So, yeah. So, this yeah. conversation is taking place at his house. We've spent the whole day making juice, right? Like, What we, kind? Oh, gosh. We put pineapple and ginger and turmeric and uh, one of their greens that's like kale. <gasps> and when I say making juice, I mean like pull out the blender, blend it all up, strain it, everything amazing it was just so it was so yummy so we made juice and we made lunch it's me and jeffrey and his wife jennifer and we're just kind of um hanging out and laughing we'd already been to the market that morning and so we're sitting around and we start talking about the program and what's mm -hmm. happening and students that are passionate about changing and bettering their communities physically so they're taking a community development class and they're they're dreaming and they've got these outrageous dreams and some really amazing ingenious creative plans that mm -hmm. we as Westerners wouldn't necessarily think of. And so Jeffrey's telling me all these things. I think we're going to pick up in this clip where I've just asked him, like, can I go see the program? Can mm -hmm. I go see, can I meet with these students? Can I hear about it? Can sure. I see the community and see their dream? Can they describe it to me? He says, no. Like, oh my gosh. What? Interesting. Okay. He said no. Let's listen. Can I go see that class? Nope. Not yet. <laughs> no. Sorry. Why? Sorry. Why? Why can't I go? Um, I, I don't want you to be seen as an intruder uh, because that will negatively influence their thought pattern because most of the people here, whenever they see any any European or any some, somebody from the Western world, they think, okay, now we're going to get some money. I just want them to own this through and through. I will invite you um, when time for celebration comes. This is still a baby that has been conceived. Okay. Let's wait until the delivery. I can wait. Yeah. Thanks. He did a very strict no. no. Yeah, <laughs> Jeffrey. No. I mean, right? Everybody's surprised when you go, what? You won't let me see this? I think for me, as we spent the rest of the week together, it was just this place of being able to recognize that what we would always dream and hope would come true in Uganda is that 
we would create such a deep passion and confidence for what to do and how to develop and how to dream that it was no longer Americans or outsiders that were doing it, but it was all local. And Mm -hmm. that's what we get to see happen in Northern Uganda. So as the week unfolded, the things he would let me in on and would let me celebrate with him and would let me see, they're done well. And this team, Jeffrey and his leadership team, his board, they're filled with lots of expertise and knowledge. I mean, he's got lawyers and he's got politicians and he's got business owners and he's got architects and designers and he knows people that do water and he works with the education system. And there's no reason that they can't come up with a sustainable plan with a a proper next step for a community. They don't need me or you or Mm. somebody from Alaska to tell them how to do this. They need the space and the time to build it, to dream for themselves. And what I appreciate about his no is that he knows, Jeffrey's very confident that we play a role, that I play a role with him, that Mocha Club and African leadership play a role with him, but he's very aware of how we can play that role without doing harm. Mm -hmm. Will you explain what that role is as a Mocha Club member, as an African leadership recurring giver. Yeah. What is that role that he does let us in on? Or yeah, what's appropriate to say like, this is what he needs from us. And then this is where he doesn't. Jeffrey's really good at knowing how far in the development and education process his teams are, and then how much more might be necessary to do a really good job. So for instance, he teaches a lot of trauma healing courses in northern Uganda, but he knows the pitfalls. He knows that they still are having a hard time with like family and marriage counseling because of some of the nuances of the Ugandan culture. And so I'm putting together a team that is going to go later in the spring next year. And we're not teaching students what we know. We're teaching the teachers. So Mm. when I take men and women with me around medicine or around water or around trauma, I'm asking them to invest and pour into and teach our teachers more so that those teachers are now equipped to teach the Ugandans that are in their classes. So that's the role we get to play with Jeffrey. His job is to suss out how far are we in our education and how much more could we learn and what do Mm -hmm. we need to learn next. And so his pulse is always on what do I train my teachers in? Because either they need more skills and they're struggling in their families or in their communities or because that's what our students need. And they're asking questions of a teacher and a teacher's going, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, So where are those places where the I don't know offers and invites people who might know Mm -hmm. um, into the conversation? That's awesome. So Emily, when you heard that no, was there a part of you that responded in a positive like, Yes, that's what I want to hear because ultimately, as our organization, Mocha Club, wants that sustainability and that independence out of our partners. Oh, yeah, for sure. I was excited. I mean, I think the analogy I have is I had a videographer with me on this trip, and I would often, I mean, she's running around setting up things, getting mics, you know, all these different things. I would often turn to Elizabeth and say, hey, um, do you need my help? Can I help you set up lights or put up a microphone? And she would just kind of 
you know, brush me off and go, no, that's okay. It's because in that moment, she's making a decision. She's internally determining, can Emily actually add value here? The answer is most definitely no. I couldn't set up a (laughs) microphone or turn on a battery powered light. I I just can't do that. I don't have that skill set. I will not add value to what she's trying to do. Mm -hmm. And so she has the confidence to say no to me and that be a positive thing. That Mm -hmm. is her evaluating the circumstances and recognizing I cannot add value. And that was the beauty of what I was seeing in Jeffrey. I'm saying, hey, can I go see these things? I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I'm curious. Can I go and invest? Can I go and see? Can I go and learn and potentially add? And he could recognize that in me and go, nope, you don't have anything for where they are in their dreaming and in their processing and in their planning, you won't add value. You will Mm -hmm. actually do harm. Mm -hmm. So I loved it. I was super excited. It also helps that he's like grinning from ear to ear telling me no. Um, (laughs) So it, it created an instant like anticipation of what is he doing and how is he doing it? And I can't wait. And he is recognizing that at this place in time, I won't add value there. Mm. It was super fun. That's awesome. It's where I hope we get in all of our countries and all of the communities we're working with is this really healthy partnership where the locals, our friends around the around these communities and around these tables with us can say, hey, this is what I need from you. This is where I see you adding value. And these are the places where you just won't. So thank you, but no thank you. Yeah. And I think you said it right there, the thank you, but no thank you in Jeffrey's no, in Elizabeth's no, in the no's that I have heard recently. I've learned to hear the kindness that's in the no oh, and yeah. the love that's in the no. Because um, it has no reflection on you're not good enough or I don't want you here. Um, but it's a super, it's like protection for the person saying no, but also protection for the person that it's you're kind. saying no to. It's like a super kind, loving, super kind. I'm protecting what you can offer in another place, save your energy for that, and I'm going to protect this piece of it that I can handle. And I think we get defensive because um, because we don't hear the kindness of it, because mm-hmm. I, at least for me, I get defensive because I am insecure in the value that I add. And mm-hmm. so when I hear a no, I do hear I'm not good enough, I don't have anything to offer, Um, And just like you're saying, it's, I might not have anything to offer at this point in time in this particular instance. That doesn't mean I'm not valuable. It means to this circumstance right now, I don't add any value. Um, And ultimately, it gives us a place to look for where we can add value and most wisely use who we are to make a difference. I love the word yes and just being involved in stories and experiences and I've had the harsh lesson thrust upon me many times to learn that I'll say yes in situations and circumstances where I really need to say no and I'm giving the person in front of me a half yes like I'm giving them half Mm -hmm. of myself half of my energy like Mm -hmm. I do not have the capacity to serve the best way I could to this person but because of my fear of no I'll say yes and they get like a tired, annoying, half-hearted, pitiful, half-hearted version of myself. And that is not what I want to give to a friend or my family. Um, And so I've learned 
to be aware of myself and what is my capacity in the moment. So when I do say my yeses, I'm confident that I'm giving them my best self. Right. And my best self doesn't have to be like happy and joyful and put together, but my best self is going to be my authentic, authentic, honest, genuine self. So yeah, it's been a super um, interesting lesson to learn, but really impactful for me but also my community yeah um they're way better for it it's it's a hard balance to find i mean yes can be positive and freeing and no can be positive and freeing Mm -hmm. it's um it's being attuned enough and mature enough to recognize that internally in yourself and make the wisest choice there's a quote and i don't know who it's by but i reference it all the time just as a kind of mantra for my own tendencies not to be this way but the quote says you can be a good and kind person and still say no yeah i love that i need to believe that because um i tend to lie to myself and when i hear no coming out of my mouth i'm like oh you're mean you're selfish like right you know you can't give them your time and it's like they don't want the time Right. With me that I am in this current state that I can't give my best self. Can you tell when I say no without a smile and with a smile? No. No. Well, I can because I'm looking at your eyes <laughs> and your smile so big that like squints your eyes to like, yeah. Oh, man. So we hope you have enjoyed today's podcast and we um, would love to hear the places and spaces where you have heard no, and those have been just really positive things for your life. Subscribe to our podcast and um, leave us notes and comments. Tell us where that's been true for you. Give us your feedback on today's episodes or the other episodes. Tell us what we need to be talking about, how we can invite you into this conversation because we would really love to do that. Um, Thank you for listening to Changing the Conversation. And I would also say follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, if you want to pin some images. Um, But honestly, we interact with our members best online because we're an online community. So follow us where um, Mocha Club is at Mocha Club. Um, And then African Leadership is at African Leadership. So follow us, leave comments on images, and we respond to them. Leave us direct messages. Slide into those DMs with your questions and answers. And, um, yeah, we want to know you guys. Happy day. Have a happy day. Happy days. Happy days.